I just want people to know, like, you can buy a used car that is reliable and great, and you don't have to have a car payment. The wisest thing you can do is save up and pay cash for a reliable used car to get you from point A to point B. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Rachel Cruz Show podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. So in this episode, we're gonna talk about money hacks that seem too good to be true, but actually work. I'll go over the simple hack to ditching your mortgage fast. Then you'll hear a conversation I had with YouTuber Christine Ashby, aka Frugal Fit Mom. And I'm so excited for you to hear how she goes over how to make 24 meals in under $41. She'll also give you some awesome grocery shopping tips so you don't wanna miss it. But first, let's talk about cars. Here are 10 great used cars under $10,000 you can buy right now. Take a listen. Yep, that's right, they exist. Now a little disclaimer, they're all used cars. So listen, paying cash for cars is the way to go, okay? When you take out a loan for a car, that means you're basically throwing away thousands of dollars in interest when you drive it off the lot. And in fact, instead of paying interest, you actually could be making interest if you had invested that car payment and over time made so much money, so much money. So again, paying interest on something that's going down in value is not a smart move. And in fact, a car actually, again, it just plummets in value the moment you drive it off the lot, especially a new car. So... When it comes to cars, which again are a very basic necessity for most people, the wisest thing you can do is save up and pay cash for a reliable used car to get you from point A to point B. And remember, it's just a car. It's just a car. Put your ego aside. Most people in your life have no idea what you drive, and they don't care. They don't care. But so much of our identity is wrapped up in cars. So put all that aside and save up and pay cash for one. So it may not be a great car. It may not be a beautiful car but it will get you from point A to point B. Now, in the future, after you've worked the baby steps, you paid off debt, you have an emergency fund and all the things, you will have disposable income to go and splurge on a nice car if you want to. And if that's what you want, I want that for you. It's great. But everyone's always usually asking, especially when they're getting out of debt, gosh, should I sell my car? You know, instead of paying off the car loan, is it better for me to sell, get a cheaper car, all of it. So, I wanted to give some options for people out there to know that you can actually get some great cars for less than $10,000. So here we go. According to Kelly Blue Book, the first reliable car under $10,000 is a 2012 Toyota Camry. Yep, this is a classic. Toyotas are known for being high quality and long lasting, and the Camry is known for being very affordable to maintain as well. So that's exactly what you want as a car to get the job done that doesn't cost you $500 a month in repairs. So the Camry is great. Now, I will put a side note, you guys, that some of these cars will have high mileage. But remember, cars today, they're made really well. So even if they reach 200,000 miles or something crazy, it's like, that actually means it's a really great car. It's a quality car that's holding up that long. So don't let mileage absolutely freak you out, okay? All right, number two on the list is the 2011 Honda Accord. So again, another classic sedan. And I know people who have driven Honda Accords for over 15 years, 20 years. I mean, these things last forever. So right now, a lot of 2008, 2009 LXP models are priced at just $7,000. So it's a great deal. 
Number three is a 2013 Honda Civic. So Civics get great gas mileage, and the EX and the LX models even come with Bluetooth features, backup cameras, and all the things. Some great bells and whistles for less than $9,000. And if you want more of like a sportier car, then the 2010 Civic Si comes with a 197 horsepower engine, which sounds fast and great. So there you go. All right, the fourth affordable used car option is the 2012 Toyota Corolla. Yep, another Toyota. Toyotas and Hondas, man. They have a great reputation. So the Toyota LE comes with a keyless entry, very fancy, and a standard automatic transmission. So it's great. Number five is a 2013 Mazda 3. So you can choose either the sedan or the hatchback body style. And this one gets up to 33 miles per gallon. And here's a little pro tip. Kelly Blue Book recommends browsing the loaded Grand Touring models for extra luxury. So there you go. Number six is the 2013 Subaru Outback. So if the sedan is kind of too small, SUV is too big, then this wagon is the perfect happy medium. And if you've seen people on TikTok who live and camp out of their cars, well, a lot of them are Subaru owners. It's kind of like a cool thing. You know, you're very outdoorsy if you have a Subaru. So not only are they very reliable, but you get like a great little reputation with them too. Why not? All right, number seven is a 2010 Toyota Vinza. So this is another car that falls right between that sedan and the SUV. So it has very roomy interior and all-wheel drive. And it's very stylish, you guys. I saw a photo and I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty great. All right, number eight is a Ford Fusion. So this is another fashionable one, in my opinion. And if you're loyal to those American-made cars, the good old Ford might just be the one for you. So this one features top-of-the-line titanium trim. It's a little bit of a tongue twister, but it sounds fabulous. And it also has navigation, high-quality audio, and heated seats. Yes, it does. So great. And number nine is the Subaru Impreza. So this supposedly is a great option for all weather. You can go anywhere all the time, and it gets 35 miles per gallon, which is amazing. It has leather seat options as well within that $10,000 price range. That's really nice. And finally, number 10 is the 2012 Volkswagen GTI. Now, this is a great option, kind of a curveball, because we had a lot of Toyotas and Hondas and Subarus, but this offers a very European style, a golf hatchback and 200 horsepower. And a little pro tip from Kelly Blue Book, it suggests looking into GTIs with the sunroof option as well. So there you go, you guys, 10 very solid, reliable cars under $10,000. So they're still affordable. And your goal is not to make monthly car payments, okay? That's it. It's like, I want you out of debt. I don't want your hard-earned income going to car loans when you could have a great Honda Civic or a Subaru Outback right there. See that? Because remember, every time you borrow money on a car, not only does it go down in value, but you lose the ability to take your income and let your income work for you. So if you need help saving up for a car, do a sinking fund. This is the best way to gradually put money away aside each month to reach your goal and pay cash for a car. And if you're someone who has paid off debt or you saved up your emergency fund and you've done all of that, that means your income is all yours. So saving up $5,000, $7,000, $10,000 will come a lot faster to you because you don't have debt payments, which is great. So I would love to know if you have a used car success story let me know in the comments because I love hearing you guys win with the stuff that we talk about because I just want people to know like, 
you can buy a used car that is reliable and great, and you don't have to have a car payment. So be sure to use the Ramsey Car Guide that will walk you through car ownership every step of the way. It's amazing. A quality car that won't break the bank. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members, take care of your eligible medical bills. With no networks and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. I am so excited to have one of my friends on with me because, let me just tell you guys before I introduce her, I was on the Ramsey Show and I mentioned how I went to Chick-fil-A, it was $42, and how I could, you know, make like four meals for that amount of money and feed my family four different nights for that one purchase, even though I'm not mad at Chick-fil-A, but, you know, it was just the idea like, oh my gosh, it's costing so much. The craziness that came out of the woodworks of how I'm like an insane person for even suggesting that you can feed a family, you know, really inexpensively with groceries, people just went on and on. So I've done multiple posts about this because I was like, People, you need to know the truth. So to help me on this truth bandwagon, if you will, is Christine Ashby, and she is a frugal fit mom. So she is on with me today to talk about this. So hi, Christine. Good to see you. Hey, Rachel. Glad to be back on the show again. I know. It's so fun. Okay. So we were actually just together in person, and now we're connecting again just a few days later. So just debunk the whole myth again that you can eat at home inexpensively for your family, cook, it can be healthy, it can be all the things. Yeah, it absolutely can. I, th- I think the problem, Rachel, is that people aren't used to shopping in a certain way and cooking at home. I, I really think those are the problems. They've never actually done it, so they're not aware of the possibilities. When I talk to my friends, I hear things like we go out to eat five, six nights a week. You know, I grab the frozen lasagna, the bag of salad, the ice cream sandwiches, you know, and even a meal at home is costing upwards of $30. And so they've never tried to implement the tips that I try and share on my YouTube channel or the recipes that I share on my recipe website. I guess it's a blog to teach people how to feed their families on less. It is possible. It is. Okay. So when you're meal planning and you're thinking, because you have six in your family, I have five in mine. So when you're meal planning or you're going down the grocery aisle, like what are the top couple of things that you're looking for uh, and that you're thinking through so that you can save money and feed your family? So there's a couple of things. The first one is I'm always looking for sales and markdown items that can be stored for later. Okay. So for example, last week at Fred Meyer, it's a Kroger store. They're all across the United States. They had ground beef for two eighty eight a pound, not even gross ground beef, like 93% lean, awesome ground beef, $2.88 a pound. That's unheard of these days, right? You can't get that at Walmart. You're not getting that at Costco. That's when you stock up. You buy like 20 pounds of ground beef and it goes in the freezer. So now you have protein to build meals off of for the next month. Mm. 
So I do a lot of shopping like that. Like, what can I pick up right now at a major, major discount and then feed my family later? And it makes my grocery budget next week and next month very low. Yes. Okay. So do you then build your meals around what is on sale? Or do you say like, gosh, we're kind of craving Italian. So we're going to do that. Or is it both? Yeah, it's totally both. Like I I just saw some hot Italian sausage since you bring up Italian. Yeah. It was on sale for 98 cents for the package. It was like a manager special. And I was like, yoink, I will pick that right up and put it in the freezer for when I have that Italian hankering, right? Yes, yes. Oh, that's so good. Okay, so people do say in order to save money is to cut out the meat and just go vegetarian. It makes, you know, your budget that much less expensive uh, and your grocery shopping, you know, less expensive. So is there a way to obviously do that, but then is there a way that you can also still eat meats and still save on groceries? For sure. Uh, I think people really like to cut out the meat because they're used to paying maybe $6 a pound for ground beef, or maybe they think steak's the only way or shrimp is the only way, or maybe they're even buying their chicken breast from Costco, which is one of the most expensive places to buy chicken breast, by the way. (laughs) Shoot, that's what I do, and I put them in the freezer. Okay, where should I buy my chicken? I, I usually go to a smaller store like Fred Meyer. I mentioned that one. I think they're in Nashville. You guys have Kroger. Yep. That's the same store. And you just wait for it to go on sale and you buy it there. Like when I go to Costco, it's almost $4 a pound. I don't want to pay $4 a pound. I want to pay $1.50 a pound, which I have seen here in 2023 recently. Okay. Okay. So good to know to look at it. Okay. What are things that people need to completely avoid when it comes to like buying stuff in order to save money? There's two things that you need to totally avoid. And most people hate the first one. They really hate it. And it's to stop buying the, uh, I'm going to say junk food convenience items. That's going to be your chip aisle, cookies, your Oreos, soda, Gatorade, Capri Suns, yes, ice yes. cream, yes. right? Like people hate it when I say that, but you don't actually need it. It's, it's a lot of calories, but not super filling. So you can eat a lot of them and then you just want more and they're very expensive. Chips are so expensive. So that's my downfall. I can skip the Oreos and all that. Sweets is not my thing. Mine is salt. Yeah. So chips for me, I'm like, oh yeah, give me the barbecue twisted Frito ones. (laughs) I'll take like the baked lays. Like, I mean, I can just stock up on chips, but the bags of chips, Christine, now, I mean, it's like seven bucks some of them, for a bag of chips. And I'm like, what is happening? So the snacks and the chips and all of that, they are so expensive. And in a health way, like what you're saying, frugal fit mom, you guys, remember, frugal fit, is that they're not healthy. So there's like the healthy side, that's really the nutritious side is what you're talking about as well. Yeah, uh, specifically about the chips, you know, yes, 5 to $7 for what, one pound of fried, mostly grease with a little bit of salt. I don't even know that there's much potato in there anymore. No. (laughs) (laughs) But but you can get like a five pound bag of potatoes for less than $5. Rachel, do you have an air fryer? No, I don't. (gasps) And I've thought about getting one. Is it worth it? I need to invest in one. I love my air fryer. You put those potatoes in there, salt them up, baby. You're going to get way more nutrition, way more volume for way less money. Okay. Okay. That's what we got to do, y'all. Okay. So number two is... Uh, marketers are really, really good at what they do. And so they put labels on the packages to sell you something that some of the time, a lot of the time, isn't actually true. So if you see like protein pasta, do you ever look at the nutrition label to see how much protein is in it versus the regular? It's not that much more. It's like one gram of protein more, but they're like protein pasta and we fall for it. And I don't know if you knew this, we live in a place, I live in a place with a lot of cows, like ranchers and things. Talk to a lot of farmers. 
You know the grass-fed label on all the beef? Yeah. Guess what? All cows are grass-fed. Uh-huh. They're all they're all grass-fed. It doesn't mean anything. The one you're looking for is grass-finished. Yeah, so they just put random labels on there that don't mean anything so they can charge you more money. And we pay for it mm-hmm. because we think we're being healthy and being wise yep. and all the things. Okay, so I said earlier on the show, but people got so mad at me that I said I could feed my family four nights for $41. To the point, Christine, that I went through and made my own list, and I did. And I went to, like, Kroger.com, and I was like, I'm going to just get some rough prices. And mine weren't, like, these extravagant meals by any means, but it was tacos. It was spaghetti. It was homemade pizza. Like, it was things that are, like, pretty simple, but that my kids will eat, that we'll eat, and that we're not going out for for dinner, and we're not paying for restaurants, which, granted, we did. Like, last night, we went out to eat as a family. Like, I'm not against going out to eat. But if you have to save money and be wise with it, you can do that, and it's less expensive at home. So, am I crazy, Christine, or do you find the same result when you're feeding your family? Because you—I feel like you can, right? Back me up here. Yeah, totally. I totally can. I did the same thing, Rachel. I was like, okay, well, what what do our go-to meals? Like, I came up with five. Um, Chili's a go-to. I'm from the South. I'm from Texas. Chili is just a standard in my house. There's this thing, this chicken and rice, Roger, so my grandpa called it. It's just a casserole with chicken and rice and, you know, Uncle Tony's the Cajun seasoning, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Um, any kind of stir fry is excellent. You mentioned tacos. Taco salad is a super popular one in my house. And then if you want to go meat-free, we have like this delicious like pureed garlic white bean soup that's like Italian. Oh my gosh. It's mind-blowing. It's on my website. And I did four of them, four of those. And on Walmart, for like a Walmart pickup, it was $40.80. And that that's not even shopping around. Like I'm looking at some of the prices thinking, well, I could get this rice cheaper at Dollar Tree. If I had picked up this chicken at this other store, it would have been half. That was just one store, easy peasy. And that's for six people. Less than $41. Mm-hmm, for six. So 24 meals, technically, like if it's a mm-hmm. meal a person for $41. So have at it, internet. See? Have at it, easy. See? You can do it. You can do it. Okay, so as everyone's seeing, it is possible. Like all these ingredients, you guys, you can do this on a budget, which is just amazing. You can save money at the store. Okay, so Christine, what are a couple of things that people, you know, when they're shopping week to week, things just to look for just to save money? There's a couple of things. Number one is to look for in-season items instead of out-of-season items. You know, we're not going to buy strawberries in December. They don't taste very good and they're very expensive. But if you have to have that item, Let's move into your frozen food section okay. because they are going to be cheaper frozen out of season than they are fresh Good and they're probably going to taste a lot better. Yes. Number two is to replace proteins in your dishes with less expensive options. So for example, maybe you'll do chicken breast at $2 a pound versus steak at $10 a pound. Perhaps you're going to do pork loin at $1.99 a pound. I just saw that price instead of shrimp at $8.99 a pound. That's, it's amazing how much the protein can vary in that way. So even just switching that up, that will just save you so much. Exactly. Just switching the proteins makes a huge difference. Uh, Another one is your digital coupons. If you are not utilizing digital coupons, it's not about the paper anymore, my friends. Get on that app on your phone and add those. I keep saying the Kroger store, but I know it's one of the best ones out there. But there's others. There's Albertsons. Even my tiny little local store has digital coupons. And they give amazing sales. And I always keep my eyes open for those. And I will hammer this one home all day long. (laughs) Avoid all that junk food. And maybe consider making some homemade substitutions for the junk food. They're going to be cheaper. They're going to fill you up for longer. And honestly, once you cut it out for about a week, 
your kids won't even notice anymore. Yeah, they don't even know. I know. It's so difficult because I'm like, when they get in this habit of snacking, it's ter- well, it's terrible in one way because I'm like, it's, it's you spend so much money doing that and then they don't go, they don't eat dinner. I'm like, it's five o'clock and they've had Nutrigrain bars and I'm like, oh my gosh, people, what are we doing? What are we doing? So yeah, all the way around, it's better. That's so good. So helpful. If I told you that the only thing that we drank in my house was water, would that just throw you for a loop? No, because is that the truth? That's no. the truth. No. We, we drink water. People think that's crazy. People think that's crazy. <laughs> Boy, because because, because people have like what? Sodas and juice boxes and, and beer and like all the things. And it's like- All, all the things. Just go water. Go water, water. and that will save, save the money there. A lot. A lot. Okay, so as we kind of close up, Christine, what are a couple of things that you're like, okay, if you're trying to save money for people, because you went on the whole Ramsey baby step journey, you guys paid off your house, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all have done all of it, which is incredible. So a lot of people are cutting back because they're trying to throw as much money as they can to get out of debt. So what are a couple of tips, just high level, that someone can leave this video knowing, okay, here are some things to do to save money when it comes to food and groceries, because this is such a hot topic right now. I think the number one thing is you have to have some basic cooking skills. Oh, yeah. If you are so uncomfortable in the kitchen that you go in there and you feel stress and anxiety just trying to feed your family and it's not a point of joy in your day, you're probably going to take the easy way out and the easy way is more expensive. So that can be really, really scary with people who have never had that experience or maybe didn't have parents that taught them, which is what I try and do on my YouTube channel is coach basic cooking skills to make food that is simple cheap, semi-healthy, you know, we do the best we can, and fun, Mm. like easy, approachable cooking tips. So good. Oh, I love it, you guys. So, Christine, thanks for all the work that you do because it does. It helps so many people in this area. It's such a hot topic area because people, like you said, they're stressed. There's a million different things out there, and it's like even trying to navigate it is so difficult. So having a voice like you out there that gives a direct path is so helpful. So you guys make sure to check out everything Frugal Fit Mom is doing and they can what check out your blog, your YouTube channel. What else? Um, yeah, I'm on YouTube mostly at Frugal Fit Mom. I do have some digital cookbooks. If they're interested in that for like super family-friendly tested things, they're on my website, frugalfitmom.com. I'm on Instagram sometimes. I took some pictures of me and Rachel, frugalfitmom6 on Instagram. That's about it. I love it. So great, Christine. Thanks so much for being on. And you guys, remember, you can do this. You can shop on a budget, be healthy, eat at home, save some money, especially if you're in a season where money's really tight. It does not have to be a stress point for you. And she is a great example of that. Today, I want to talk about paying off your mortgage fast. And I love talking about this because paying off your home is like rocket fuel for building wealth. But a lot of people don't even consider paying their mortgage off early. And honestly, some people don't even realize that this is an option. So paying off your home in less than 5, 10, or even 15 years is rare, but it is possible. So what's the hack? Well, making extra payments on your mortgage. Yep, and there's a few ways for you to do this. And there's also some traps that I want you to avoid. So today, I want to talk about why this is something you should be working towards and show you how to get started. So one thing that is helpful to know up front is that although it may seem impossible to pay off your mortgage loan early, around 40% of Americans 
who own a home own it outright. Yeah, that's like almost half of homeowners out there, you guys. I mean, it's crazy. And there are some real benefits here. So according to a recent study, paying off your mortgage can reduce financial stress, which leads to overall better health, and paying off debt has a direct effect to self-esteem and general well-being. Yep. So we talk about a lot on the show, you guys. Not only financially does debt, you know, tie you up with payments and the math and everything, but when you are free from it, financially you are free, but in other ways you are free. Emotionally, spiritually, there's so much when you don't owe someone something. And I can personally testify to this, you guys. It is powerful when you walk around knowing that you are free, that you're not owned by anyone. But the opposite is also true, that when you've accepted that a part of you will always owe money to someone, then your mental and physical health can even suffer. So this is a big deal, you guys, and I want to put your money to the best use possible, and that is really owning your entire income. So when your income comes in, being completely debt-free and having the ability to do with your income what you want— is so powerful. Now, the median mortgage payment in Tennessee right now is $1,200. So I know some states it's way more, some states it's way less, but we're gonna use this as an example. And using Ramsey's investment calculator, if you were to invest that amount into retirement every month for 15 years, then you'd have almost half a million dollars. Yeah. So instead of paying a mortgage payment, if you just invest it, Look how fast it grows. It's amazing. So let's talk about how to get in the habit of paying extra payments. So the first step to ditching your mortgage super fast is to make extra payments every quarter. So for example, let's say you owe $220,000 with a 4% interest rate. Now, I always recommend a 15-year fixed mortgage rate, but for this example, I'm going to use a 30-year because that's what majority of homeowners currently have. So according to Ramsey's at Mortgage Payoff Calculator, making an extra house payment of $1,050 every quarter, four times a year, you would pay off your mortgage 11 years early and save you more than $65,000 just in interest. 11 years early, you guys. Is that not crazy? Okay, now, before you jump all the way in with extra payments, there are a few ground rules that you need to be aware of. Check with your mortgage company first because some companies only accept extra payments at certain times of the year and they could charge you prepayment penalties. So talk to them and make sure there's a way that you can say, hey, I want this extra payment applied to the principal, not just towards the next payment. So when you're paying down the principal, that's going to help get it down, which means, again, with interest and all that, you'll be paying less and less. And don't pay money for a fancy mortgage accelerator program. No, you can do this all on your own. All right, another strategy for ditching your mortgage fast is by making bi-weekly payments. So some mortgage lenders will allow you to sign up for bi-weekly mortgage payments, which means you can pay half of your mortgage every two weeks. And this causes you to make 26 half payments a year, which means 13 full payments every year, which again is an extra mortgage payment every single year. So based on that same 30-year mortgage example that we talked about, you could knock out four years off of your timeline and that could save you $25,000 in interest. Now making bi-weekly payments is sometimes a great idea and sometimes it's not. So the main thing that you wanna look out for is extra fees. Some lenders allow bi-weekly payments for a small fee, which can sneakily add up to one extra payment per year. And that's what you're eliminating. So actually, you don't end up saving anything. So 
If your lender charges a fee for twice a month payments, say no. And the third option to consider if you're trying to ditch your mortgage is to refinance, aka restructure your payments, or at least pretend that you did. So trading in your current mortgage loan for a shorter term loan or a loan with a lower interest rate can make a huge impact. Where we are right now, you guys, interest rates have gone up. They really have. So for some people, this mathematically will not make sense. But look at your own specific situation. Because when you go back to our original example, if you were to keep paying off your $220,000 loan over 30 years, you'd pay more than $158,000 in interest alone. But if you switch to a 15-year mortgage with a lower interest rate, you could save $100,000 and pay it off in half the time. So again, let's say that you're currently have a really great interest rate and if you save on closing costs of the refinance and simply just pay off your 30-year mortgage like it's a 15 mortgage, that's a great way to go. Or if you've already have a 15-year mortgage, increase your payments. So that way you could pay it off in 10 years versus 15. And a lot of people, when they get to baby step six, which is pay off your home early, we're seeing on average they're doing it in seven years. So it's pretty incredible when you actually have this as part of your financial goal how you actually see it happen. It's amazing. Okay, so those are three different strategies to make extra payments on your mortgage, which is the simplest, quickest way to pay off your home really fast. So if you're curious about the logistics of paying off your mortgage early, make sure to check out Ramsey's Mortgage Payoff Calculator. I'll put a link in the description. And it does all the math for you, so you really can flesh out your game plan moving forward. Or if you're looking to refinance or buy in the near future, go to RamseySolutions.com slash trusted to find an ELP in your area that you can trust. And for all you guys on the road, you can do this, okay? You can do this. It's powerful when you don't owe anyone anything. Okay, you guys, I know it can seem impossible to even think about paying your mortgage off early, but it is possible. So I hope I gave you some motivation to do it because again, it's amazing when your money works for you versus the bank. All right, I want to thank Christine, aka Frugal Fit Mom, for being on and all her wonderful tips. And thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you love this episode, will you please share this with a friend? Getting the word out is so helpful for this podcast and this message to grow because we want to continue to give hope to people. And if you've never left a review on this podcast, will you please do that? Again, it's very helpful to us. So you guys are amazing. Thanks again for listening. And remember to take control of your money and create a life you love.